Coming up on this episode, we began by discussing the best wedding cocktails and when food doesn't taste like it looks. Then we did to the week's tech news, including rumors for this week's Apple event, a potential new shopping app from Instagram, and a Roomba that cleans itself. Stick around, it's all coming up right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 216, recorded September 10th, 2018. Stuff will happen. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by my co-host. You know, they say if dog is man's best friend, then I would say he's man's casual acquaintance. It's Colby Rabidou. Colby, hello. <laughs> I uh I don't know if I should be offended by I, that. I, you're 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 like man's friendly coworker. I don't <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Upstanding citizen, Colby Rabbit. Yeah. How how are we doing this week? Uh good. I am an upstanding citizen. I voted. Hey. It's very exciting. In the useless Massachusetts primary. Yep. Um. The. I found my polling place, which was exciting. It was more difficult than my last polling place because my last polling place was just the Boston Public Library. Well, that's easy um, to get to. Yeah, it was pretty easy. Uh, this was in like some like back back entryway of a school, like in the middle of Somerville somewhere. It smelled weird down there. Um, yeah, but I, I did it. I had to approach an elementary school in the middle of the day, and something didn't seem right about that. Um, yeah, it was strange. It was also like the first day of school, presumably. Yep, they were there doing school, and they, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun to get out and vote. None of my votes counted, really, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. It's so important you get out there and do it. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, did you do anything for Labor Day? Did I do anything for Labor My sister got married. That was really my Labor Day excitement. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't really have a fun tech angle on that, but um, but she did get married. It was successful. Mission accomplished. Um, That's good. Yeah, it was as average as weddings go. <laughs> I think she had a nice time. So that's what counts. That's what was that in the 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 Western Massachusetts area? It was in the greater Western Massachusetts area. Yes, indeed, it was at a a country club wedding. Um, it was, it was nice. I had a little speech in the wedding, which I pronounced with vigor. It was funny. I had to, I had to run out from work on Friday, jet all the way up there to be at the rehearsal in time. And my role in the rehearsal was, uh, and Sean, you're going to stand over here. Okay. Thanks. And that was my whole participation <laughs> in that. Um, nice. but I did it anyway. So <laughs> that's good. It was a, hoot. Well, it was a nice time. I'm glad you didn't mess it up. No, no, I read the words on the page and uh, everyone had a nice time. The dog, her dog was in it. So really the star of the show is usually nice. happens in these things. How about, how about you? Did you have a nice Labor Day? I did. Uh, Yo, you were out of some... town. That's right. No. When were you in Chicago? Weren't you just out oh, of town? Oh, for Labor Day. Yeah, yeah. I was, yes. Labor Day week. I, sorry, I got confused. I thought Labor Day weekend was this weekend. You're correct. I was in Chicago for Labor Day. Uh, it was good. I ate deep dish pizza and weird hot dogs. And then we went to, uh, that restaurant from chef's table Okay, and it was crazy, crazy. Good. Yeah. yeah. But also just crazy. It you, was very weird. Was that all in the same day you had the hot dog and the pizza and the fancy restaurant? 
No. Oh, thank the, God. The hot dog and the pizza were on separate days. I was kind of was... hoping your sentence was going to end. I had a hot dog and a deep dish pizza, and we went <laughs> to Six Flags and rode on a bunch of roller coasters, and I got sick. But deadly, that's <laughs> no. not what happened. Well, that's exciting. No. Yep. What was uh, what was your favorite thing you had there at fancy restaurant? Um, the. I don't know. It was all really weird. They had like a thing, one of the, so, so they, their, their whole shtick is they like to make things look like other things. So they like to make food look like something else. Makes sense. They like to make tomatoes look like strawberries and like weird (laughs) shit. Very weird. Um, there was one of the dessert things was like, it looked like a banana, but it was, uh, all of the flavors of a banana split but it looked like a banana, but it wasn't a banana at all. It's very weird. I have some pictures. I'll send them to you. I, I feel like I'm way too cynical to eat at a restaurant like that. I would just be annoyed. Just be like, why are you just make a goddamn banana split? What are you doing? You would have been very annoyed, Sean. I'd be like, are you trying to trick me? Is this a, is this, <laughs> they is this they a are game trying for you? to trick you. Yeah. Did you get some sick thrill out of this? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. Uh, yeah, it was cool. It was it was quite an experience. Um the I forgot what else happened in Chicago. They have a free zoo there. It's oh, crazy. Yeah, the zoo is free. You just walk in. Like there's not even like you don't even have to write your name down or something. Are you now I I have to ask because at my sister's wedding I thought drinks were free and I didn't learn until my second free drink that they weren't free. They just kept forgetting to charge me. So are you <laughs> sure you didn't just like walk through the gate when no one was looking? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Can't be it too was, sure. It was like, it's basically just in a park. Like there's a big park and then like you walk far enough and all of a sudden you're in a zoo and there are lions and stuff. Oh, that's really neat. It's pretty cool. Chicago's a very nice city. I've only been once, but I really liked it. Yeah. I hear it's cold in the winter, but it mm. seems like a nice place. Um, yeah. So, oh yeah. So Sean, before you were talking about looking through your Amazon purchase history. Yes. And this ties into Chicago too, pretty nicely. Uh, so on the plane back from Chicago, I took JetBlue and on JetBlue, when you sign into their Wi-Fi, there's a thing that's like, oh, uh, buy stuff on Amazon prime and you get like, true blue points for you know it's like one one jet blue point for every dollar you spend on amazon on the flight while logged into the wi-fi i was like okay um and it worked out because i had been meaning to buy a new toaster oven because uh my toaster oven stopped working the other day just like i don't know what happened it was halfway through toasting just like shut off just gave up yep i like tried it in other plugs uh no luck. So, so I bought another toaster oven, um, on the plane, presumably got my true blue points. I don't know. Uh, and it came the other day. And so I opened it up. Uh, it was only like a less nice toaster oven. It's still the wire cutters toaster oven pick though. Uh, so I opened it up, I plugged it in and it didn't work. And I was like, uh Oh, what's going on? And then, uh, I, I sort of got suspicious and I like moved it to a different part of my apartment 
and tried a different plug and it did work. And then, then I got even more suspicious and I took my old toaster oven that I hadn't thrown away yet and uh, tried it in the other part of my apartment and it uh, also uh, also worked. So it turned out I had just blown the fuse apparently. Ah. The fuse which is not for the whole kitchen, just for the two plugs on the right side of the kitchen um, that I never use for anything except the toaster oven. Which uses so. a lot of juice. I mean those, those things yeah. don't fool around. Indeed. Oh. Um, but in any case, now I know where my fuse box is, and also not to freak out if my toaster oven is just stops working. <laughs> but I have two toaster ovens now. I'm, I'm just gonna. I didn't actually use the new one, and I, I I turned it on for three seconds. So hopefully they'll take it back. Oh, but. I'm sure they're pretty lenient about that. I mean, I was gonna say I know you have a lot of empty counter space to fill with toaster ovens, so. Um. um yeah that always happens i always have that problem especially it when i moved into this house where in old houses where they don't have lights on the ceiling it's all it's all intended to be lamps and so all the wall switches go to outlets but none of them make sense because it's all different in every room and so (laughs) i've had i had one switch i've lived here now for about three weeks and i had one switch that i still it took me three weeks to figure out what it went to it's a switch in the kitchen that goes to the light on the deck on the other side of the house it's like it's wired so bizarrely but those (laughs) the switch outlets are never in the places you want them to be so i end up having it was funny when at my old place, my landlord came in when I wasn't home to, to tour somebody around, and you, you we watched the security cam footage of them going <laughs> right. around, which was fun. But what had happened was all of the switches were like my router was on one of them, and like my toaster oven was. It's like all the sh- shit of mine was plugged into all the light switch ones. He didn't know that because I had all smart bulbs. None of them were on the... So like to turn on the lights, he's like flipping the switch on and off and nothing's happening. But like I'm like, why is the internet gone out in my house? And like, why is nothing... Wor-? It's like everything was all screwed up. I had to leave him a note. Like if you come back, hit the button that says on on the smart switch, not the regular switch. But he's an old man. So what are you going to do? Yeah, tricky. Uh, I definitely... So one light switch in my apartment that I don't know what it does. Um, so it must be... Like it must be the only thing I can think of is it's that same situation where like one of the outlets somewhere in the apartment, like it's definitely not both of them because I'm pretty sure I have something plugged into every outlet. But it must just be, you know, like I've had it before where it's like the top one is is on the switch and the bottom one is independent is just like always on. (laughs) I when you have two switches for the same outlet. And I've had ones oh, where it's like yeah. where it's like if one switch is on, you can toggle the other one all you want. And it won't make a difference. And then it's oh, like I, I, when I was rewiring my house, putting in light switches and stuff in my house, it was like I got so confused. I it ended up being a nightmare. That's crazy. I'm sure I didn't burn anything down too bad, but yeah, that's very convenient. Well, Colby, uh, enjoy your two toaster ovens. Would be my advice. Thanks. You should have uh, a. You should test them side by side. This is a great opportunity. It's already there. Like That's put toast true. in both and compare them. Toaster oven challenge. Yeah, uh, the one I had is is one of the other wire cutter picks actually. So it's yeah, you it's had a really nice toaster. Now, did you get the plausible. Panasonic pick or their um? What's the other brand? 
I have so the one I have is the Cuisinart, like the yeah. big one, mm-hmm. and that's the one I've had for like four or five years now. And then I the one I got is the Panasonic one, you got the, the Panasonic. smaller one, yeah. You'll have to let me know what it is. I have the Cuisinart, mm-hmm. um, and I really like it. I've had it for a few years because um, I, like I was too. scared because the Panasonic like it look it it doesn't look like a normal toaster oven. It kind of looks it looks very Japanese kind of, and I was like, uh, I don't. I'm, I'm a- the thing. So I'm like sort of glad it worked out because I feel like it wouldn't quite fit four bagels, which is kind it of is smaller. Uh, yeah. It it probably depends on what size bagels you're trying to make, but like, I'm not sure all bagels would would fit. In, not not in, those. Well, no. Boston <laughs> known for their giant bagels. <laughs> Touche. Um, but cool. Well, let let us know how how the story develops. Yeah, that's very exciting. High um, drama. I was gonna ask you a quite a quick question because I was thinking about this. I was at the wedding. Um. We've been at we've attended weddings together, um, and yeah. one of the best part of weddings is, of course, uh, open bar. You get to have fun. You get to you get to order whatever you want within reason. Obviously, they're probably not pro bartenders at your venue, so you're not going to be anything too complicated. But I was going to ask, as a I wouldn't maybe not a mixologist, but a drink enthusiast, uh, what is like a good like just cocktail to order in a situation like that where you want to try something mm-hmm. a little more interesting, but you're not going to go like too crazy. So, uh, one, th- so my go-to often at weddings is a Manhattan because it's like relatively simple. It's like whiskey, vermouth and like Angostura bitters, which they almost always have at a wedding. Like, even if it's not like, like basically any bar is going to have those three things in some capacity. Uh, and it's like the strongest drink film. It, it's like, it's basically just alcohol, right? Like in some, some water or something. So uh-huh. like uh, it's very efficient at, at, at the open bar. Um, I like that. Yeah. And it's like hard to fuck up. Like even if there's no like, I don't know. There's no like ratio of those three things that are really going to taste bad. That's probably not true, but like there there's <laughs> You're going to get close. You're going to get close. Yeah, it's it's not going to be like undrinkable. Um so I think that's a good one. I like it. Uh, yeah. I like it. That's a that's a very good answer and a very efficient answer. Thank you. Um I'll have to try that at my I have three weddings next year. I was looking at the calendar. Yeah. Manhattan's are great if it's like an open bar cocktail hour, so you need to get work done uh, beforehand, so you can like you know keep it going later. Very nice. Yeah, I like it. Don't be one, don't be one of those saps who get a white wine. Come on, you can do better. You can do. But you gotta get your money's worth. That's for dinner. This is cocktail hour. <laughs> cocktail hour. It's in the name. It's in the name. Damn right. It's free. Enjoy. Alrighty, Mr. Colby, you want to move on to to really the reason we're here? Boy, do I. The week in tech news. We got two weeks worth of tech news here. We weren't here last week, but we are back this week while you're deciding what our first story is going to be. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Dan obviously is not here this week. He is out on assignment. We'll hopefully be back next week. Um, We are live right now on Facebook at facebook.com slash don't panic show and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash don't panic show. I want to thank folks like Emily and Julie and all the other fine folks who are watching live. We appreciate it Monday nights roughly 10 15 eastern 
uh, on those sites. If you're watching live, comment. We might read it on the air. Uh, Colby, where are we going to start this week? Should we start with Apple Rumors or uh, start with other stuff? I mean, is there ever a bad time for Apple Rumors? <laughs> no. No, and these are these are quick ones, I would argue, um, because we've ta- we talked on the show last week, or no, well, two weeks ago, uh, about some of the major stuff, the different sized iPhones that are coming. Really, the rumors this week are kind of on the, the nitty-gritty stuff, starting with some of the naming conventions. We did talk last time, if folks joined us before, that there are going to be three sized iPhones. There's going to be the um, sort of lower entry-level version um, with a, a, a cheaper LCD screen, 6.1 inch, a new leak suggesting that may be called the iPhone XC, very reminiscent of the 5C, if you remember. Um, we also talked about the uh, fancier version. So there would be uh, the sort of entry level, the mid-grade, and the 6.5-inch um, OLED, uh, bigger model, 6.5-inch, could be the iPhone XS Max, meaning the kind of mid-range 5.8-inch model being the iPhone XS. I also saw a rumor today from another site that said it could be the XR is another rumor that's floating around. I think I've seen XS more written, yeah. but I've also seen XR. So wait, so the XS Max is like the new Plus? Is that true? Um, how big is, how big is my phone screen? <laughs> <laughs> it's very confusing because they keep changing it. And, and frankly, I don't know how developers keep track with all these different screen sizes. It shouldn't be that hard. Um. But yeah, they like to screw around with it. So I'm going to go ahead and take a look. So the current iPhone 10 has a 5.8-inch <laughs> display. Okay. Because there there isn't oh. an X Plus right now, is there? There's just the X. I don't think so. Yeah, right. It was just the X, and then there was the 8, the 8 and the 8. And the 8 Plus. Plus. Yeah, so essentially what you're getting is you're getting a the current X, the current X Plus with the, you know some upgraded internals, and then what I'm assuming is like an 8-esque and no more 8 plus. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, it is so weird. like, okay, so, so I'm going to get this. So there's no like, so all the iPhones this time are going to be like, have not, there's, is there no more touch ID? Is touch ID gone? Theoretically, yes. Okay. So no more touch ID. Everything's, everything's an x yeah so the front is going to look you know it's going to have face id it's going the, the big difference is you're getting an lcd screen on this on the cheaper version versus oled mm-hmm. um on the two uh nicer phones i'm assuming some camera differences some processor differences as well i sure, would assume sure yeah just judging from these i mean if these pictures are real there's only like one camera on the little one and there's like the double the double cameras on the others yeah, that's the other thing, too. The XC, the, the entry-level version coming in, some colors. Um, there's a leak here. It has it in red, white, and blue. Uh, you know, obviously, it's a leak. We don't know how accurate this is. Um, and, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it says here, the XS Max is expected to offer an even bigger battery than the smaller XS. Um, uh, uh, both phones will see an internal spec boost as well. Uh, we should mention the event uh, was officially scheduled since the last time we've been on the air. It'll be this Wednesday, September 12th. We'll have full coverage next week all about it. Um, I don't know, Colby, any of this any of this excite you, interest you? Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm still in the, the upgrade program thing, so I got to get a new phone. 
Uh, it would be cool if the X like price range went down a little, uh, because it I had to pay more for to get that one last time. Right. Um, or I don't know. Would you ever get the big phone, Sean? No, absolutely not. Never. There's, I, there's absolutely no, nothing I need that for. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll have to hear about the differences or whatever. The, yeah. I guess. I mean, I guess. What are they? There. It's usually a camera thing and battery stuff. Yep. Yep. They, although there like, was, we did see a rumor that in the new version of iOS, there might be some like sort of side by side sort of OS stuff that will be different on the bigger phone because the six and a half inch, what's the biggest, what's the eight plus now come in screen size? Let me I would assume it's like a little shorter, right? Cause that's what they did with the X where it was, it like got longer. See, so here we go. This is why we got to write this stuff down. So the two smaller phones will be theoretically 5.8 and 6.1 inch. Why they're okay. different, I don't know. But 5.8, 6.1. The current iPhone 8 is 4.7. Oh. But that's because it's not an edge-to-edge -edge screen. So you can't really compare them side by side. So I'm assuming they're similar in overall dimensions. The, yeah. The current 8 Plus is 5.5. The XS Max would be 6.5 but i don't know if that means a bigger body overall but you're just getting a lot more screen real estate right you're, you're getting right. a whole a whole extra inch so that's a lot you can do a lot with the os and play with that so i'm going to be curious what sort of uh bonus features you'll, you'll get with that phone and i think that's a a selling point for more of a power user side i, I don't know yeah. what your casual user will care but yeah it seems cool i guess i don't do very much phone power using to yeah. be fair no, I agree. It'll come with a stylus. <laughs> the XS pen. Um, <laughs> that would be great. I would love that. It, it'll never happen, but I would love it. Because it's It'll so work. It would be cool. I mean, I have an Apple Pencil. It would be cool if that worked. Or you could get one of those Logitech thingies. The big crayons? Yes, the you crayon. Can, you can strap to the side of the thing. <laughs> Your phone's not big enough, so we're giving you a crayon. Very sleek. Um, now the other big, uh, rumor that was going around this week that I think is, uh, worth mentioning is that theoretically the upcoming iPad pro could switch from lightning to USB-C. What? Yes. In response, uh, theoretically, uh, the, the sort of rumors I've heard is that, um, it could go, uh, alongside an EU. So the EU a long time ago mandated everyone use the same ports. Apple refused. <laughs> That's why every Apple device you buy in the EU ships with an adapter. It used to be micro USB, and I don't know if they've officially switched it over to USB-C yet. I'm not really an expert on that. But mm. the EU is currently investigating Apple, saying the adapter may not be enough. You may have to actually <laughs> go to, to USB-C or whatever the, whatever the standard is. So could this be a response to that? Could it be Apple just finally giving up and saying, might as well just go for standards? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's the, like, if it's just the iPad Pro, too, like, it's like the iPad Pro moving a little bit more towards being a computer. Well, because the current laptops have USB-C in them, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like trying to bridge the gap more. 
Um, I could see it being pretty useful. Like, also, like, I don't know if this is a thing, but I wonder if there are any, like, like, does lightning charge? Like, the iPad, the iPad Pro is a pretty big, like, hefty device. Like, the big one. Like, does it take a long time to charge? I feel like it does. My mom has one of those. I feel like it takes forever to charge. Sure. So, like, maybe maybe there are some uh, some other fringe, like, sort of fringe benefits of of switching to, like, a, a computer-grade connection rather than a, a phone-grade one. Yeah, I actually... I don't know. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that because... Um... It would sh- uh, currently bundled with the iPad is a 12 watt charger, and um, leaked images have shown the new iPad shipping with an 18 watt USB C charger. So theoretically, you could be on the right path there with pumping more power um, mm. through through that. I wonder if that's the same charger as my my MacBook One, the old MacBook. I don't know. That's an That'd interesting cool. theory. Yeah. I hey look, I I'm, I'm more for standards. I don't although it is I can't decide if it's a good um if it's a good idea to make us all go buy more adapters and now that everything's <laughs> gone. I was in a hotel room the other day that had a thirty pin Apple clock in it. I'm like, Jesus. They, they got them so good. They burned them, man. Woo. I feel I feel like they switched those as soon as every hotel in the world had a thirty pin connector in it. Yep. It's crazy. And now that they'll all have lightning, <laughs> they're going to hammer them again. No. We will see. Like we said, the announcement is on the 12th, so we'll find out uh, what's coming. Then we're also talking, we got phones, we got watches, we got iPads, we got MacBooks, potentially. Oh, boy. Could, could be a big event. Very exciting. We will find out. Join us next time. I hate when they do them on wednesdays makes it very inconvenient for us i'm totally working from home i don't have any meetings on wednesday yeah very smart it's happening all right well we got some other stuff in here um i don't know if any of it's good but we can certainly i'm gonna pick a story how's that sound i'm ready you never pick stories i know i gotta i'm filling in for dan tonight um, Instagram is reportedly building a standalone app for shopping. What? Hold the presses. The app, which may have the worst name I've ever heard, IG Shopping, um, will let users, oh boy, will let users browse collections of goods from merchants that they follow and purchase them directly within the app, according to two people familiar with the matter. Um, it is, there's no word on when the app might launch. Its development is ongoing, um, but sources familiar with its development say Instagram believes it is well positioned to make a major expansion into e-commerce. More than 25 million businesses already have Instagram accounts, and 2 million of them are advertisers. Interesting. Would you buy things from an Instagram shopping app? I'm trying to think if I've ever bought something from an Instagram ad. I've never clicked on an Instagram ad. Never mind bought anything. I've definitely done it accidentally. <laughs> you know, they count those. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm They'll sure they count. do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, I don't think I have. I've definitely clicked on a couple investigated more or like swipe through their pictures. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. 
maybe like I can imagine doing it for some like you know like the goof goof Instagram accounts or something that are funny and they have like merch or something like I could imagine buying something like that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but I can also imagine just going to their website and buying it that way. So maybe. Yeah. I don't think we're the best people to be asking this question. If I'm being honest, because I, I do what I'm told is that a lot of people follow fashion brands on Instagram and they follow lifestyle brands on Instagram and they're always, how can I buy that? And a lot of businesses shuffle through it. Small businesses shuffle a lot of business through there that I get. The biggest thing that excites me about this is I was thinking about it in my head and I'm like, you know what I hate most about Amazon? Their user interface is garbage. It's an ugly, unpleasant website. Their product pages have to be among the worst on the internet. They're terrible. Can you imagine if Amazon ever did a redesign? It would be a disaster. Oh my God. I think they'd never do it, but that's, that's a tangent. I think they would just tweak it so slowly we'd never notice. But I don't think they'd ever be like, new. Right. They would never do the Snapchat thing. Probably, it would probably have the the same result as if they did the Snapchat thing, which is why they, they, I suspect they would never do it. I'm sure there's some study they've done where they say, look, we acknowledge it's ugly, but it fucking works. So we're, you know. (laughs) This is fun. (laughs) The numbers speak for themselves. But I do think, because I do like how Instagram works. I do think it's kind of picture first, easy interface makes sense for something shopping. Maybe not every item you would buy, but. What's one of the first things you do when you look at an item, especially something like clothes yeah. or, or home goods, or you look at photos. And so That's true. I, I kind of think the format of Instagram works well for shopping. Now, can Instagram itself power this? And how, do, how does the e-commerce side work? Do you actually buy it in the app and they take a cut or do you click through to a web page to buy it? How easy is it to use with all the shipping and all the things that come with having an e-commerce app? Um how does ads work when you're mixing it in with other products? I think there are a lot of unanswered questions, but I think the idea is really intriguing. And I think the toughest thing they're gonna ha- they're gonna need businesses behind it that customers on Instagram want to buy um, and getting them invested because it's. I think we've talked about IGTV, which is their new sort of video push, which is great, but no one's there. No one's making videos yeah. for it. Same with Facebook's watch service. Um, I just saw an article. I know he's making videos for it because no one's there. So our company is going to make an effort. Somebody who's really successful on Etsy now, for example, are they going to say, well, I'm going to put a lot of effort into IG shopping or whatever um, to build a business there? I think that's a good point about it being the the Instagram sort of usage model being kind of nice for shopping. Like I was looking at some like furniture-y stuff the other day mm-hmm. and like ugh, retail websites are bad like really all i want to do is look at the pictures until i get like like the fifth thing i want to do is read any words yep right like i want to look at some pictures and look at a different thing that's similar and then look at some pictures and then look at another different thing that's similar and then i'll go back to the second one because it looked the best and then i'll see if it'll like fit that could be cool yeah i think it makes more sense than igtv 
Yeah, totally. It's like, what if we were YouTube, but all the videos were vertical? And I'm like, (laughs) what? Huh? It's like, uh, what's that? Their their Snapchat clone, Boomerang or whatever. Oh, God, yeah. Well, you know, (laughs) it's like the... um, And what's amazing to me is at least... In e-commerce, there, there's there's money changing. It's like, how are you going to make money on IGTV? Going to sell ads eventually? But this is like, no, you just take whatever, 10, 20% off the top of every transaction. You're making money on day one. Like it's It does seem like a bit of a no-brainer to me if they can convince yeah. users to buy things on it and make it easy to use and find things. Right, right. Because that's one thing. Yeah. I don't like Instagram for discovering new things. I think it's really good for the people I follow. I personally do struggle to find like new accounts to follow or just browsing or exploring. I don't think it's awesome for that. So I think yeah. going to e-commerce, that's going to be really important. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, you know, like I follow a bunch of bands and stuff on well, Instagram. I feel like that's a, that's a like, like silly, silly account, like cartoon accounts, like also a thing where it's like, uh, I'd buy a t-shirt if it were right, right there. Yep. Mm. I mean, they can integrate it, get Apple Pay in there, and just one tap, and yes. that would be the idea. Yep. So much money. Do it. Cool. We'll keep an eye out for that. No no word on when that'll be coming, but I'm sure if they can make money off of it, it'll be coming soon. Um, let's see. What else is in the rundown, Mr. Colby? Hmm. What's in the news? Let's see. Oh, man. I wish my Roomba emptied itself. Oh, this is cool. This is cool. I'm such a sucker for this. We don't usually talk robot vacuums on the show, but this one is so wacky that I couldn't not. Uh, iRobot is back with a new Roomba, the i7 Plus. Two big features. It now remembers your home's floor plan, and it empties itself. Let's start with the former, then move on to the latter. Uh, the... Uh, previous version of the robot used to scan the rooms of your home so it could cover the ground as efficiently as possible um, using a combination of uh, measuring distance driven and a low res camera that measured light distance. It was all sciencey stuff. But it used to automatically delete those drawings for privacy reasons or just because it didn't need them. Now this new i7 plus will actually store that data so it knows what room is which room, what is in it when you move furniture, and you'll be able to create customized cleaning schedules. You'll be able to use uh, voice assistant apps that they're integrated with a bunch of them to say, hey, clean the living room or clean the dining room. Um, And it'll be uh, stored in the cloud uh, so it is uh, more efficient in that way. The other major feature, as you mentioned, Colby, is that it empties itself. So what you'll actually get is you will get a special bin that comes along with it. Um, and when your Roomba actually docks into it, it sucks all the dirt out of it into this separate little kind of like mini trash can that's attached to the charging rig. Um, it stores uh, it stores up to 30 full bins of the robot. So thir- they get, the robot can empty itself 30 times before you have to empty it. Um Although you do have to buy their special trash bags, which is kind of a ripoff. And I don't care. I'd do it. It'd be worth it. So, Colby, how much would you pay for the Roomba i7 Plus? <laughs> well, the problem is I have a Roomba. So I'm, like, not actually trying to get one. I would, I don't know, like, 
honestly, if it worked well, like six hundred dollars, maybe. Well, if Colby, it worked as advertised, but I don't think it will. The good news is you can get the new Roomba i7 Plus and the self-emptying base station for the very reasonable price of $949. No, I, honestly, I was expecting more than 1000 <laughs> Now, you can get the robot by itself for $699. It's the base station that costs another $299 on top of it. Mm. There's also a... Uh, E5, which is a cheaper version. It doesn't have the self-emptying or room mapping features, but it can be controlled by Wi-Fi or the digital assistant and has new rubber brushes designed to work better on carpets and hard floors. Very cool. Yeah, like, if that works, it's, like, very cool. That's, like... I mean, the, the other thing, too, is that, like... I wonder if it has some system for dealing with, like hair and stuff that gets like wrapped around the the brushes that's that's annoying too that is a really good question how how clean does it get itself yeah is this available now um it will go on sale in certain international markets in q1 2019 (sighs) while the cheaper one is available next tuesday why i can't wait for that (laughs) Uh, my robot has like a, a an office very close to here in the greater Boston area. Stop by, check it out. Indeed. Check it out. I got to get one of those, those, the, the, do they still have the gutter cleaning robot? <laughs> do you remember this from a few years ago? No. I know they have like the pool ones. They had a, um. Oh, I don't think they do anymore. How sad. They had a robot that it was kind of like long and had like a swirly brush at the end. You put it and it would kind of just go down your gutters and, <laughs> and it would just like <laughs> stuff would awesome. fly out of your gutters. <laughs> it was very impractical. And if I remember correctly, extremely expensive. Mm, yeah, I'm sure. Um, but I'm kind of bummed that it doesn't, uh, it doesn't exist anymore. Uh-uh. That's right. Dude. They have the mopping robots that everyone says works terribly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never read a review that say any of those ever work. They just get water everywhere and they don't really clean anything. <laughs> Isn't that what mopping is though? I mean, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. It's just that you're, the thing is when you're mopping, you know it when the right. robots mopping, you get home and slip and bust your ass on your, on your tile floor. <laughs> that's true. That's true. An accident the, waiting to happen. I I also feel like there there's like a huge missed opportunity with them where like they could make the robot like fun and cute and like like uh sort of like anthropomorphize kind of like it's so like it has the most like speech to text like voice dictation voice like it's so disappointing it's like not it's not friendly at all like it it uh I don't know. I feel like it could just be so much more fun. Especially like it gets stuck all the time. It could be like, oh my God, help, I'm help stuck. Help me, help right? me. <laughs> right? Like like a Wally-esque um <laughs> you know, like robot thing, but it's just like a I don't know, like crappy Siri. It's what you get. For for the very short period of time I had a robot vacuum before I returned it to Amazon. Uh I yelled at it. It knocked over one of my dining room chairs once when I wasn't home. And I was like, what did you do? 
How did it knock Bamboo. over a chair? I literally don't know. They're not particularly light. I mean, they do have some heft to it. <laughs> and it's, it must have just banged into it just right that it was yeah. it was tipped completely over when I got home. <laughs> I was like, bad what? robot. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, boy. I was very upset. That's why you don't some, trust the robots. Someday you'll be able to scold your robots. Yep, and they and they will cower in fear back. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see, Colby. We can do one more story. We've got uh, spectacles, one of our favorite topics here on the show. We've got the Facebook app, ink keyboards on laptops. We can just talk about the weather. I don't whatever whatever you whatever you like. What what's I want I want an ink display on things. That's what I want. Yeah, were we supposed to get that display? I feel like we were promised that. Yeah, I think we've been. Yeah, we've been being promised that for for years. All we have is stupid Kindles. Well, it's sort of kind of here, Colby. Uh, Lenovo announced a new Chromebook, a Snapdragon powered laptops, and some smart home devices. Um, the most interesting of it that we're talking about here is the Yoga Book A, uh, or I'm sorry, the Yoga Book C930. And uh, what it's doing is it's removing the entire keyboard and replacing it with e-ink, an e-ink screen. Um, it is uh, can be used as a keyboard, so you can touch the e-ink and it'll touch the keys. It can be a notepad, it can be an e-reader. Um, yeah. You I think, like, this is not the thing I want. Like, I don't want a half computer, like, half e-ink thing. I, like, just want. I want, like, an iPad that's an e-ink thing that has a battery that lasts for a long time and that you can, like, scribble on or whatever, and it works really well. It works as well as using using an Apple Pencil and an iPad. But, but isn't it, that just an iPad? Like, yeah. Like, what does an iPad do badly? Is it battery life? I don't think the battery... I, I, maybe it's just because mine's a little older. Like, I feel like the battery life is just okay, especially when you're doing when you're doing like pencil-y stuff and the screen is on and mm-hmm. you're using the pencil and like, at least mine is who knows, you know, maybe, maybe it's cause mine's old. Um, but I feel like it is, but I want it to be like toned down. Like I don't want all this stuff on it. I, I guess what I want is like a, just a notebook thing or something. You want a piece of paper and a pencil is what you're saying. You don't want yeah. ink. You just want ink. <laughs> no, I want, I want a piece of paper, but like, that's infinite. I also don't want, I use notability for doing all our D and D stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but it's like for no reason, notability has like pages, like a notebook would like, yep. why does it have pages? Like I don't need pages. I don't need a line break in my D and D notes. I just want like an infinite scrolly thing. Like I just want to write, and right. And like the other thing is it gets all weird. Like you can't put things across the page, right? Like if you want to put a picture, it can't be like overlapping onto the next page. It's like, why not? I don't care. I do not care. Because obviously, Colby, <laughs> your virtual environment is limited by old <sighs> physical reality. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm just going to get you a big it. roll of butcher's paper that you can just keep pulling on. And pulling on. Yeah, that, that'd be fun. <laughs> and or a disaster. Some arts and crafts. Yeah. But in any case, 
maybe this will be cool, but I no, bet it won't. It'll cost you a thousand bucks coming soon from Lenovo. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, we can move on to picks. Problem is, I don't have one, but I clicked yours, and it's goddamn hilarious. <laughs> I busted out laughing when I when I first saw you put it in the rundown. So you got you got to tell me what the scoop is on this thing, because it's great. So this is the uh, when I bought my my second and uh, unnecess and it turns out unnecessary toaster oven. I also bought this thing because. I wanted, I've been thinking about this for a long time. <laughs> like I wanted something to put on the Apple TV remote that would make it so you could tell which end was the top and which end was the bottom without looking at it. And so I brought, I bought this like rubber case. It's like a phone case, like the remote like slips into it. Uh, and it goes all around and it has it has like a little lip that goes around the the touchy part but then at the bottom where where the the the, the base of the remote where it's it's just like uh it's just flat like useless surface it has like rubber goes over that so you can always like feel around on the case and figure out which side the bottom is which is great. And I think it also has the added bonus because it has a lip around the touchy part. It's harder to like accidentally um, click things. So I don't know if you, if you have trouble with your, uh, <laughs> with, with your, your uh, overly sensitive Apple TV remote, you should check it out. Please tell me you got it in glow in the green dark. <laughs> I did. I didn't. I just got black. Bummer. Now these are great. These colors too are insane. <laughs> they cannot the, be this bright in reality. The problem with the colors is it's it's like there's black or like the brightest highlighter colors you could possibly it's bananas. Get. Yeah, it's like it it's literally highlighter colors and then glow in the dark. I should have gotten glow in the dark. I, I have so much regret. <laughs> These are great. It's the uh, what's what's that? Finty is Finty protective case. Fin Finty. Oh yeah, Finty. Finty. Um, by Casebot. We'll have the uh, the link in the on the website. Don'tpanic.io. Six nine nine available now on Amazon. Very cool. Um, I'm gonna wing a quick pick here. Um, I went to my dentist a couple months ago. Nice guy. Uh, who highly recommended to me? He said, uh, "Sean, what do you what do you do in a brush these days?" I said, oh, "I just I use a brush like everyone else." He says, "You gotta use an electric toothbrush." I said, "Do I?" He says, "Yeah, you do." He tried to sell me on a toothbrush, so I'm Mr. Chatty Dentist trying to upsell me and everything. I get there's not a lot of margin in it these days, but he's he's uh, the hygienist is working on me. She's working on me. She's like, "You seem like a tech savvy guy." I said, "Yeah, okay, I'm young, so yes, naturally." And she goes, you know, we have, we sell electric toothbrushes here at the dentist's office. I'm like, sure. And I'm sure they get a kickback, which whatever. Hey, I don't, I got no problem with that. She goes, we got a really cool one. You'd love it. It's got Bluetooth and it's got an app. It connects to your phone. It alerts you when you got to change the, the heads on it. And when you're not brushing enough and it's got like this little, it's, it's wireless charging. You, it just sits in a glass and it charges. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Sounds really cool. She goes, and it's only $250. I was like, lady, I am good. I'm covered. Thank you. I love my teeth. My teeth are great. 
not spending that on a toothbrush, on a fancy Bluetooth toothbrush. But I did look up the wire cutters pick for electric toothbrushes. It was 50 bucks. Very reasonable. Oral-B, uh, white Pro 1000. Um, it's great. I love it. I've been using it for a few months now, and it's, uh, it's a really great toothbrush. If you don't have electric, uh, I highly recommend you going there. Um, because it does a really nice job. And my dentist yelled at me because of my manual toothbrush, I was brushing too hard, which I didn't know you could do. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what the dentist, I was, I went to the dentist like last month and exactly what they said. They were like, your gums are receding. You probably brush your teeth too hard, get an electric toothbrush. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess. Maybe this happens to everyone when they're like 20, 27 years old. I just think it's one of those like 90s kids things where it's everyone got really protective of us and they're like, no, you're not brushing hard enough. Like brush harder. <laughs> like I, I literally thought like you can't brush too Like are my teeth so crappy that I can brush them literally away? No, I think it's it's your gums actually that, mm. that suffer from, from the hard brushing, not your teeth. But yeah, but I got this, the same spiel. I would, I would have to try it. it. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I haven't it, done it, yet. it works really great and it's not, but don't, don't go get a hundred dollar, $200. Just it's 50 bucks. It's pretty reasonable. Um, it comes with a couple, couple of re- replaceable heads and, uh, I've been very impressed. So is work called the Oral-B white pro 1000 electric toothbrush link will be on the website. Ooh. Anything else, anything else you want to, you want to chat about Colby while we're here? Where we're having a nice time with the folks on the internet. Oh boy. Um, no pressure. It was so cold. It was cold. Yeah, we did it was a bit nice. Of cold. I it wore was a early sweatshirt. fall. Yeah. Yeah. I've got on my long sleeve here. Today it rained. That was not that much. Fun. Uh, very dreary. I noticed, you know how, you know, I, I learned a, a homeowner tip today, which is do you know how you need, how you learn your gutters need to be cleaned? When the when? water comes right out of the gutter and doesn't go in it. Yeah. I've got to go yeah. clean my gutters. Oh, that's exciting. Thank you, guy who used to own my house. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, that'll be fun. Yeah. The... I've never cleaned my own gutters, but I've helped my dad clean the gutters. I mostly just held the ladder for him while he, he cleaned the gutters. Sure. But my parents' house is pretty high. It's that's like true. very tall. So he it was like a little scary, which is why he wanted me to help hold the ladder. Um, but you should be careful on the ladder or whatever you use to clean the gutters. Thankfully, I've got a pretty low house, so it shouldn't be too, too dangerous. And I hope they're not too full. I do have a lot of, not a lot, but I have a number of trees that surround my house. So it's probably old leaves, I would think, um, more so than anything else, but want to get them clean before this fall comes around. Yeah, you do. Right back up. Yeah, you do. That'll be a treat. I used my weed whacker for the first time the other day. That was fun. Cool. Doing all kinds of homeownery things. Nice. What's your favorite homeownery thing so far? Um, I don't know if I <laughs> favorite. Um, gosh, I don't. Or least favorite. I don't. My least What's favorite. What's the is, most remarkable? <laughs> I know my least favorite is spending a lot of money on things. I would say mm. the most remarkable. Um, I guess it's just me turning into the neighborhood grump already. Like I noticed, like I, when I moved in very nice lawn, like the guy, actually I learned it used to be a chemistry teacher who used to own the house and he would literally like chemically test the lawn. Like he was super (laughs) upset. Like I could never replicate what he did. Like he was so hardcore about it. That's why it looked great. 
but I noticed very quickly there is this brown spot out in the front of my house. Well, there's a, 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 a sidewalk that goes right kind of right at the edge of my yard, right by the street. And I think I've got a dog peeing hotspot in my front uh, lawn. I got to shut that shit down. Unacceptable. <laughs> Motherfucker. Cannot do it. So what I decide <laughs> I'm going to do is I'm going to take my Waze cam, which I picked on the show before my kind of discount security camera, and I'm going to train it on that spot, and I'm going <laughs> to time lapse it. And I'm going to count how many... So if you're in my neighborhood... And your dog pees in my yard, you're, I'm going to bust your ass. You've been warned, okay? Unacceptable. Pee on your own lawn. Oh, man. What do you, uh, what's the solution to that? Like, can you, is there a thing like you can sprinkle along the edge of your lawn that dogs think smells bad or something? There are, there are, so, I mean, if I were genuinely truly hardcore, the solution would be to actually like put up a fence, like a, just a little yeah. fence there. But I'm not That's that fair. I'm not that crazy. Um, Maybe next year. Yeah, but no, they they do make sense stuff. Just one second, you keep talking. Oh boy, um, I don't know what to say. This never happens. Okay, that was <laughs> wow. You really crumbled under pressure there. Uh, <laughs> I panicked. <laughs> Whoops. No, uh, follow up to previous episodes. Uh, my smart home is still fucked up. None of it still works weeks later. And the smart plug that normally turns on all the studio stuff just turned off randomly for no reason because I haven't been able to connect it to Wi Fi. And so all the screens just went off. I see. It wasn't good. Yeah, no, nothing. The, 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 Amazon talking lady, the, those <laughs> sometimes just don't connect to the internet. I have to reboot the router all the time. It's a nightmare. Disaster. <sighs> Man, I live such a tough life. I don't it's know how true. I do it. It's true. How do I do it? Well, Colby, I, I think that's all we have to say. I think, I, think, uh, I think that's true. But I want this opportunity to plug. I got to say, look, I think people know me. We've been doing the show a long time. They know me. I'm a straight shooter. Okay, I don't fool around. I don't. I don't joke around. I don't. I don't exaggerate. I don't. I speak the truth. Okay. This man, Colby Rabadou, crushing it as dungeon master over on game nights. Extra. I am floored. He is doing an excellent job, and I have been. Very busy, which means we're behind on releasing episodes. I'm going to try really hard to get one out this week. That's on me. But you got to get subscribed to the show because it is great and it's only getting better. We've got a couple episodes in the can that I know are really good. So if you subscribe now, you're going to get great content at GameNights.tv or anywhere you get podcasts. Search Game Nights. Check us out. Dungeons & Dragons. It is a ton of fun. Me, Colby, Matt, Dan. Um, Honestly, it's a hoot. We're, we're, We're laughing the whole time. So... It is a hoot. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> cool. Just thinking, I got all this work I got to do with it. Oh, boy. <laughs> got, I got a planet in notability. Uh, mm. I just got to make it end. Yeah, we are really taking our sweet time. We're getting there. We're getting there. 
and we will get there. But that is a treat. You're going to want to check that out. Uh, you're also going to want to check out Up for Debate at upfordebate.tv. Uh, I fully acknowledge Matt and I have not done a new episode in, like, no joke, like five weeks. But this week, we're finally going to get back at it. I literally did have a fan ask if we were still doing new episodes. That's how long oh, it's been. No. So we've both been busy. But we're getting back at it this week. I believe the topic is marketing stunts. Which, if you're confused, that means Matt picked the topic. So um, I don't yet know what that'll be about, but he wanted to talk about it. So we're going to give it a shot at UpForDebate.tv. But of course, the archives are also great as well. I think I think the last new episode we did was the trivia episode, which was forever was ago. The trivia episodes are good. Oh, that was fun. So check that out. It's up yeah. on the feed at UpForDebate.tv. Listen to that, get caught up, and then we'll have a new episode this week. And of course, there's this show, Don't Panic at Don'tPanic.io. It's our website. It's great. Colby made it happen. Uh, you can go there, get the audio, the video, all the pics are there for every week. Uh, and you can also subscribe to the show, the video versions on YouTube at youtube.com slash don't panic show. And of course, the audio version wherever you get podcasts, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, we're everywhere. Just look for Don't Panic uh, and subscribe. And of course, follow us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter. Uh, don't panic show at gmail.com is the email. You can give your feedback to us. And of course, uh, by the way, we still have not gotten any submissions for the name Dan's mom's cats contest. So <laughs> not too late. I don't know if the cat has a name yet. We got to catch up with Dan next week, but get your submissions in email us. Uh, and of course, as I mentioned earlier, please watch the show live Monday nights um, on our respective channels. We'll be back next time. Dan will be here. I'm sure Colby and I will be here as well. We'll be talking tech news, catching up on what's going on. We'll see whatever fun, exciting, thrilling party adventure Dan had tonight. I'm sure we'll get a full update on then. Uh, but we're going to wrap it up. So on behalf of Colby, I'm Sean. Thanks, everybody out there for joining us. We appreciate it always. We'll see you next time for more tech news and good time here on Don't Panic.